Welcome to season three of Motivate Me. We invite you to travel the 50 states in 90 days as we interview people about their passion. Why? In order to inspire you to live a life that's more exciting or more meaningful. This is Motivate Me, and I'm Lynette Renda. Drew Sitzman, first of all, I would like to thank you so much for hosting my crew and I here in your home with my assistant, social marketer, Chelsea. So thank you so much for having us on our 50 state tour here in Arizona. It has been absolutely incredible having you guys here. And thank you for keeping, keeping my beautiful fiance safe through 26 states. And I'm excited for you guys to get through the rest. Now, something that happened for you and Chelsea while we were in San Francisco is what? Well, uh, she was going to surprise me and I kind of flipped the script a little bit and I surprised her by proposing to her at the end of my seminar. Which was, which was awesome and I always laugh and say that the last 244 miles, because we had to get her from the coastline of Oregon to San Francisco, it was a trek. Like that was probably one of our longest drives so far. The last 244 miles, even Cassie didn't ask to use the restroom. So we knew it was serious. Um, knuckles, knuckles were white around the steering wheel, but we got her there. We got her in there in time and it was great because she had no clue that it was coming. So congratulations on that. Thank you, thank you, I appreciate it. And I appreciate uh, your, your support behind the scenes for the month leading up to it. Of course, of course. But we're speaking with you today because you have a passion and really you have a couple passions and, and the one we're going to talk about today, we got to see you in action on Friday night. Now you and Chelsea play in a softball league together, correct? Yes, we do. One of the really fun things about going to see you play is that your team members are so nice and such great sports that we put them all in Motivate Me t-shirts. And so we had like a motivate me softball team for the night and it was a double header and they won both games. That was really exciting, right? That was really fun. That was like the best we played all year. So we were definitely motivated by the t-shirts for sure. That made me feel really good because one of the players actually, I said, you guys are good. And he said, we're not usually, so could you come back again next Friday? Must be the shirt. So I said, please keep wearing the shirts and keep us updated, all right, on their, on their progress, because I think they're going to continue to kill it. Oh, yeah. You'll always be our honorary owner. <laughs> <laughs> I'd love that. And John said something, too, about that. Uh, I'll have to look up his message because you'll, you'll get a kick out of it. But it, it was about being a supporter of the team, a sponsor. Right. So it was fun. Um, what happened to you during that game? Well, in the second game, I hit a ground ball to third base, and while running to first base, uh, I got hit in the back of the head with the softball and kind of stumbled to the ground a little bit. Face planted, I'd like to say. Yeah, you could call it that. <laughs> <laughs> you were down for a little while. It wasn't like, oh, Drew's down. It was like, is that Drew down? He's still down. Yeah, I, at, at the first, I wasn't quite sure 
like what hurt and and then once I kind of opened my eyes and got up and everybody was like don't move don't move and in my mind I was like what I'm all right I just kind of fell and then it just kind of spiraled from there and my hand hurts my head hurts I got a bruise on my shoulder it was uh it was good your knees are all burnt up. oh yeah yeah which isn't uh, the first time that that's happened this year <laughs> you right and you ended up in the emergency room the next day found out that Yes, so this time around in the emergency room, found out that I had a concussion. Uh, I was a little little forgetful leading up to uh, going to the ER, and uh, Chels warranted to take me in and, and make sure I was good to go, and CAT scan came back clear, and they just told me a uh, good old concussion, and just take it easy. Lots of Tylenol. So as we have this conversation now, you are currently concussed. Yes. So anything I say cannot be held against me. <laughs> so where did this passion for sports and even softball specifically begin? Uh, sports. I grew up playing hockey from a very early age. I just always had the competitive nature to play team sports. And it was, I, if I didn't win, I was absolutely just furious. I loved to win. Very passionate. And I played several years in hockey. And then... And then I felt like taking on kind of an individual sport aspect and I took on golf. And I played golf competitively through high school and that's team involved, but it's also individual. Um, and in high school, won the state championship with my team uh, and then also won an individual golf tournament. So once again, the passion was just very ripe. Um, softball didn't really come to me until a very late age, probably, probably three or four years ago. Um, I played baseball off and on as a kid, and it wasn't, it wasn't my most passionate sport, which is why I kind of went from baseball to hockey, uh, just because I really loved the action in, in hockey. Uh, but softball as an adult was kind of fun to just get to know some new people and still kind of get that competitive edge and get that feeling back uh, that I had as a kid. And see, that's exactly why I'm speaking with you today, because so many people played sports when they were younger, but don't see that for themselves as adults. And, you know, you're in your late 20s and you moved from Montana recently to Arizona just in the last few months. And how has being a part of sports helped you with that? Because we all know that you got, you know, you came here and Chelsea was here and very quickly after she went on the road for this trip. Right. So how has being a part of sports and everything impacted your life? I've always appreciated the bond and the unity that you create with the people on your team. And moving down here, I didn't know anyone. I didn't know a soul besides Chelsea and she got on this softball team when she first moved down here and when i came and visited her in january i played a couple of games with them and they just it was instantly a group that i wanted to be around they were just very fun very welcoming um, and i knew that it would be a good group to associate with when chelsea was on the road that way i uh, didn't become a hermit at home and and that's you know that's not where i wanted to be i wanted to be out having fun still playing sports, being competitive, but having that bond with a team, you know, it's, it's, it's a very good support system, uh, you know, when, you're, when your loved one is, is on the road doing her passion. So did you have any hesitations or challenges keeping sports in your life as an adult? 
Um, not really, to be honest with you, because most of the people that I have chosen to associate myself with and be friends with are all very athletic or sports related in one way, shape or form. Uh, one of my very good friends plays softball. So he's the one that got me into softball. Uh, several of my friends still play adult uh, men's rec hockey, uh, which I did do that for uh, a few years in my early 20s. Um, so it's, it's always kind of been an easy thing for me to just get into, uh, just based off the, the individuals that I associate myself with. And the other thing is that you really set yourself up to proposing to somebody like Chelsea, who has this same passion, because I mean, how do you see that impacting your future? Uh, I think it's going to just create a, a whole open door for um, not only us as a, a, a couple, um, because we love to do these things together, uh, but it's going to be huge for when we have children and introducing that into our, our kids' lives is going to be just kind of second nature because we're both so passionate about sports. And, you know, I, I, have, I have no doubt that that's going to run through the bloodline uh, in our children as well. What do you think you've learned about yourself through playing sports as an adult? As an adult, um, patience. <laughs> um, because of how competitive I still am as an adult, you know, I would probably say I'm even more competitive as an adult than I was as a kid. And a lot of it is, is patience and it's, it's, being, it's having a certain level of respect, not only for yourself, but the game, the people. Um, and that for me is, it's very huge to, to have that level of respect. Because um, I think that's an, something important to pass down to, you know, to not only the children that Chelsea and I will have, but just children in general that, you know, have respect for the game, have respect for the people, because um, that's what keeps it alive. That's what keeps it fun. And that's what it's supposed to be. It's supposed to be fun. You know, I always try to get my audience to act. And I, I say, you need to first envision something for yourself. So for you to envision yourself playing an actual sport as an adult, what you'll be wearing, where you'll be playing it, how you'll fit it into your schedule, explore what it would take next, right? Where is this going on? How can I get involved? And then take that first step, execute a plan. What kind of advice would you have for my audience on that front? Honestly, it's make the time. There, there's nothing that's impossible and you have the choice to create the time to do anything and having sports Having sports in your life in general is it's such a good release from you know your normal day to day. If you work an eight to five and you, you go home every day, find a sport, get engaged, but create the time. There, there's always time to do it. And having those bonds and connections with people, you know, it really not only grows you as an individual, um, but it really can grow everyone else because they you know they also can get that same passion that you have. Um, you know, f for me, for instance, it's, I, I live an hour away from the softball fields where I play. And for, you know, for, for a lot, there could be excuses about how that's not going to fit into their life. And you know what? I make it work. I, I leave an hour early and sometimes I get home past midnight and it's a very long day, but I love it. And I wouldn't change it for anything because I get that, that bond and, and, you know, that, that passion from these other people that just really motivate me to, to continue on. Do you have a favorite or most memorable moment on the field? Um, well, most memorable moment would probably be uh, running backwards uh, and catching a ball and then 
essentially doing a modified backflip rollover uh, to, uh, to take our team into extra innings in the playoffs this last season. Uh, that was that was kind of fun. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. All right. Well, thank you so much for talking to us today. I know that so many people are going to be inspired by what you've had to say today. And I think making time is key. So thank you so much, Drew. Thank you. Thank you for listening to today's episode. I have come to be known as the 50 states in 90 days lady, a concept that is unfathomable to most. If you would like me to come speak at your event about how to envision, explore, and execute a plan, or how to create a life that is more exciting or more meaningful, you can find me at MotivateMePodcast.com. And the world keeps turning and I just keep moving along. Whoa.